0: I-V-M I-V-M
1: Hey everyone, this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA. I'm Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries. another day another loss for the warriors uh, they have now lost 9 and 11 meanwhile the bulls have lost 5 in a row the lakers went back to their losing um, schedule <laughs> they, they got one win against the warriors but they've been losing uh, in and out and lebron sat out this one as well greg popovich yeah. <laughs> is now just one win away from being the most successful coach in nba history that's a great achievement um, yeah. on today's episode do i want to talk about a little bit a little bit about the bulls and uh, the other team, other contenders in the east because uh, now the Miami Heat has found some kind of separation at the top. It's not a lot but it's still some separation. It's not half a game ahead. It's 3 games ahead now. So let's talk about the Eastern Today's episode. Whether you're an established sports person or a budding one or simply a sports enthusiast, join us, Tanvi and Shlok. We are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy, mindset and everything sport. So tune in to The Millennial Athlete every Monday only on the IBM Podcast Network. Trust us, it's going to be lit. Uh, in the recent past, uh, whenever we talked, looked at the top teams, we praised the Suns, we praised the Bucks, we praised even Grizzlies, we praised the Sixers. We said the Warriors are still contenders despite the poor form. But we somehow uh, forget Miami Heat. They sit on top of the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Now they're three games ahead. Uh, in their last five games, they beat the Nets, they beat the Sixers, they beat the Bulls, and... Uh, Close loss against the Bucks. So, they've been pretty much beating uh, all of the teams that they might face in the uh, in the playoffs, especially in the second round and the finals because uh, these are the teams that you would expect to meet. The Sixers, the Nets, the Bucks, the Bulls. And they've done pretty well against them. And one of these games, they miss Butler. Uh, all of those games, they miss Lowry. I think Lowry yeah. just returned yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've... they You know when you play the heat it's not going to be a top score a high scoring game you'll you'll find some yard right. score like 91 89 and stuff like that because the defense is so good and now you have uh, victor oladipo who returned after 14 month layoff it never hurts to have an additional pair of legs on the court for you and oladipo brings in that experience as well we don't know how fit he is and how much of a mm-hmm. uh, or how much of a top level he can play but He's still good. It's it additional pair of legs. He's a former all star. He's been he's made the All NBA defense team. So that that makes the Heat even more tougher. Is it time to give Heat their uh, due and put them in the top echelon of teams? I know that we don't fancy them, but come on, they're doing well. Why don't we do that?
2: <clears throat> Who said they aren't? Chicago Bulls are doing well. They were leading the league for weeks and weeks and weeks. Did anyone say they're going to win the chip? You, you get you get the due that you're deserved and <clears throat> you can kind of argue they get slighted a lot, um, perhaps because of their play style. It's not flamboyant. It's not flashy. They don't have one not one superstar that um, that you know leads the league in jersey sales, the top five, or whatever. It's not up there. He's not owning Instagram. They don't have one. They're all it's like industrial revolution era, like steamship. Shipyard workers, bricklayers is that kind of grit and grind and <laughs> determination. It's a great team, but the style is such that you know, you're not making a lot of highlighters. You're not making um, a lot of people go nuts that I've got to watch. Nobody wakes up and says, today I've got to watch the Miami Heat, regardless of who else is playing. Yep. It, that doesn't happen. So that that's kind of why they, um, and, and this happens to teams that are a lot more exciting. So it's, it's not like them or the Miami Heat are, are victims of the alone. There's only so much time for prime time. They're sitting on top of the East, which for a while the Bulls sat. And I guess they get as much attention as the Bulls, except the Bulls came out of nowhere and the DeRozan thing nobody saw coming. And, and so they might have got a little bit more of a fillip, right? So, no, I don't think we're sliding the heat. I don't think we're looking at them. but And to a lesser degree, the same thing that I said about Phoenix yesterday uh, applies to Miami also, at least in my opinion, is I don't look at them and see one thing, one thing about them that, that makes me think, yep, they're going to go series after series. Winning, they got great defense, uh, but but that's about it. Um, in a seven-game series, do I fancy them in round one? Absolutely. Uh, who are they likely to face in round one? Like the Hornets or, or Raptors, or if they don't get Maybe the chance the, the Nets, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Hornets or I, I fancy them. Raptors is a fight. That's a fight to seven games uh, if Miami mm-hmm. play Toronto, and that's the Raptors, who are seventh in the league, right? So you can imagine yeah. what I have to say about the other five. Um, uh, uh, teams that are between the Heat and the Raptors so I don't know um, I think it's the cause of going to the finals it's it's what Mm -hmm. happens when you've been to the finals recently it's that that's sort of where the benchmark is set and then anything else nobody's really getting excited like if the Bucks stopped the East would anyone give a damn right now
1: no not really but nobody expected the Heat to be there as well plus uh, you know that their coach has done it all he's won the title before he's one of the best coaches in the league probably the best coach in the league and you saw how we can get it done with a bunch of five players whom nobody has heard about uh which is why i think the heat deserves a little more recognition that then they get uh yeah little, that's all right
2: yeah that makes sense
1: yeah it's a little <clears throat> difficult to see them beating the bucks uh consistently uh four times i don't see that happening maybe once maybe twice but four times it's a little difficult right uh, which is which is why i wouldn't pick the heat over the bucks but over anyone else, I, I would
2: fancy my chances for the Heat. Uh, because I mean, it's can, it's it the attention. The uh, can they? No, I don't know. I'm not so sure. I'm no? really not so. No, no, no. If, if the success are fit, I'm not so sure. How, what defense? I don't care how good your defense are. Who Who the hell is stopping Embiid? Bam? No chance. He couldn't handle, mm-hmm. he couldn't handle AD in the finals. He's going to handle Embiid. Not happening. Uh, who in the world is stopping James Harden? Butler can stop him. He'll go to the line twenty times. He'll get his points one way or another, right? And then there's Maxi, He's it's just it's just too loaded a, a a team, and they're not bad on defense, Philadelphia. So, so uh, that's that's a tough uh, thing. And it's also there's only so much bandwidth uh, with the media, with you know podcasters and amateurs and semi-professional writers. There's only so much bandwidth uh, that you can dev- devote to to favorites and um, talking points among the teams. Um, the Sixers. Are, are eating up a ton of that, especially now with Harden yeah. and yeah. Embiid, right? Box with the honest is always a story. Nets never failed. That's a soap opera. <laughs> uh, so they never failed to disappoint. So you've got three teams already. Um, and, 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 and which which is kind of why nobody even talks about the Celtics, Celtics could go on another 10-0 run and nobody's going to talk about them that much. Yeah. And then they yeah. used to have Phoenix. Uh, are they in a slump? Is the, is the Warriors train heading towards the wreck? Uh, what the fuck is happening with the Lakers? Luka Magic? Blah, blah, blah. There's so many talking points. and Trae Young, is he going to mount a comeback? So in, in the middle of all this, there's nothing glitz and glamorous about Miami. That's pretty much why they um, uh, where, where they get missed out, which is why they're a shade below the Bulls, because the Bulls had that uh, DeRozan uh, story to to kind of anchor the narrative.
1: True. Uh, the Bucks have hit some kind of form. Four consecutive wins after that loss against the Brooklyn Nets, which uh, was kind of a surprise, right? The loss to Brooklyn Nets. The yeah. Nets have been struggling, and then Kyrie Irving came just came and torched them, which because it was very uncharacteristic of the Bucks to lose like that, when uh, they had the lead in the last five minutes. But then after that, they came out with a vengeance, they beat the, he- the Heat, the Bulls and the Suns in the last three games. Uh, Drew Holiday has hit some semblance of form, he's getting 20-25, right. uh, pretty consistently. Middleton's got 44 mm-hmm. in one of those games. And well, Giannis yeah, this is, is- yeah. Exactly. And the Bucks look like the Bucks that we predicted will win the East. Uh, I mean, two weeks ago we had our doubts, but I think they're back now and they're playing like they should. So it, there's nothing much to focus on the Bucks here, but Chicago Bulls—they're hit. They've hit a slump. Zero yeah. and five in the last uh, five yeah. games. Uh, they've lost to Heat, the Hawks. They lost to the Bucs. They lost to the Sixers, and they lost to Grizzlies. And uh, they're zero and nine against the top three in their own conference. Zero and fourteen against the top three in both the conferences combined. Zero and fourteen. How can you not win one game against the top teams? I I fear for the Bulls. I mean, do they even make the second round of the playoffs with this form? Uh, so, I don't know.
2: Again, I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns. of If I haven't seen them do it, I'm going to assume they can't no. do it. Um, I have not seen this team in the playoffs yet. So, I can't really say, hey, I'm confident that they'll do this and that and the other. But… um. Were are they likely to face though? I mean, should should they maybe the playoffs? They slipped to they... fourth
1: now, which means Celtics eh. are in fifth. And if they even if the Celtics uh leapfrog them, they're just half a game behind. They'll face right. the Celtics in the first round. And I at this stage, I would find that the Celtics over the Bulls clearly, because Celtics look like probably the second best team in the league, uh in the East right now, or third, probably after the Heat and the Bucks. They've been on a tear, their defense is miles better than anyone else. Yeah. Uh Tatum is playing like the yeah. player he yeah. was supposed
2: to be. Right? Yeah. So uh, I yeah. take the Celtics over the Bulls right now. I I I like that matchup. Except is Caruso going to be back for the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, i was just looking for just anything to put the Bulls over. <laughs> no. I I would I'd probably pick. I'm assuming Bulls go in as the underdogs. Should they finish fourth, they should go in as the underdogs. Even if they're a spot of the Celtics, they they've never done it in the playoffs. Well, never so big. Overstatement. They have done it several well, times in the playoffs, but in the last few years or decades, yeah. even they're not. Couple of decades. Um, I I would love to see what Derozan does uh, with a with the real squad again. He had that in Toronto. The only thing you can accuse Derozan of not being able to do is is knocking LeBron out. That's that's pretty. That's it. That's the only time he has failed. Is he yep. couldn't knock LeBron James out of the playoffs. That's that's all. He's beaten everyone else. He's been to conference finals. Just you know couldn't take out LeBron James. Is you know better men have tried and failed, so I, I'd love to see that. I would actually pick the Bulls in that matchup, um, okay. just because I think it, it's the kind of team that push comes to shove uh, can defend to a certain level better than whatever they're defending right now with all their personnel back. They're not going to match the Celtics on on um, defense, but there's something about uh, their offense that that I would pick over Boston's offense plus. The intangibles, the, the team chemistry, the way everyone seems to be focused. And and it, it happened so fast, like so many personnel changes. People came in and just like that they gelled and and they were topping the league for fun. Boston for five years now has just been in shambles in that regard. There's yep. there's disgruntlement, is Marcus Smart in on it, is he not? Is he one with the team? Is he questioning the team? Uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, do they hate each other's guts? Who the hell knows what's happening in that in that team? It's always and yet always somehow some they question. make the
1: conference finals. Despite all of this, so that's that's before all of this, right? Because
2: I think it started the year after that with the well, whole rumblings the mid- and the smart. Yeah, I know they've been to multiple finals, but yeah, uh, the whole in the last let's say three seasons, right? Let's bring it down mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. uh, last season now, post Kyrie, post whatever
1: Hayward, all of that. Stuff. Well, I think it was a bubble season where Marcus Smart yeah. just went off. Uh, on his teammates and uh, that season they made the conference finals. It was just the last season where... No, did, did...
2: I'm not saying the results aren't there. I'm just saying with these teams, you never know if they're really all together or it's just they're good mm-hmm. so they get the job done regardless of being in the bubble season, right? They went to the conference finals. What business yeah. did they have losing to that Miami Heat team? Yeah. So and, and for me, this is a depleted team from then even. Though the <laughs> players are older and more experienced, it's, it's just not... Doesn't seem a stronger team. Their league standing short again. Um, so I I don't know. I I kind of have a tough time picking Boston and and saying okay these guys will get it done. Uh, weirdly enough for a team's a team that's been to two at least two conference finals in the last five years something like that. Three. Uh, three. Well, oh, there you go. Uh, I, it's still it's like those you know come show me you can do it in the playoffs before I can trust <laughs> you. I don't know how they managed to put themselves in that spot.
0: Hey, everybody, it's been another great week on the IBM Podcast Network. On advertising is dead. Foodpreneur and chef Saranj Koela joins for him to talk about his latest venture, Bombay Meal Rolls. On Pesa Vesa, Anupam speaks to Ashwin Patni, Head Product and Alternatives at Axis AMC. They discuss ELSS investing in India. On Smarter With Sizz, that highlights lessons we should all learn from the Tinder Swindler documentary. On Theramiri Raste, takes us on a tour of Dubai's grand malls. And on Say No To Drama, Chetna talks about our relationship with money. So, on a personal note, I wanted to let you all know that this week marks the 7th anniversary since I started IBM. I'm eternally grateful to the team we have here, especially Kavita Rajwade and Teja Sringarpure, who have been here since the beginning. They've seen the struggles, our eventual acquisition by Pratilipi, and our continued struggles to make podcasting a large and thriving part of the media industry. We have the best hosts in the world, and I have to say that I'm so glad and so grateful that they have chosen to work with us. And finally, I'd like to say thank you to you, the millions of folks that have heard or watched our content. All I can say is you ain't seen nothing yet. I hope you join us as we continue this journey. In the meanwhile, do follow us on social media where IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And remember, if you're enjoying this show or any of our other shows for that matter, please do tell a friend. Also, don't forget to rate us on any platform you're listening to. You can also check us out on YouTube. Get a list of all of our channels. You can go to ivmpodcast.com slash YouTube where you can go to all the channels. And finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors this week. SBI Life Insurance, Bank of Baroda, Max Life Insurance, India Water Portal, and HDFC Life Insurance. Thank you so much for making this possible. Their form has been remarkable though. Yeah, Is there a yeah. team? Do you
1: remember any team that, have, that was so pathetic in the first half of the season? They were 11th if you remember for a good stretch of time, even below the Atlanta Hawks. And now they're on a tear upwards. Is there a team that has turned around its fortune so much in the gap of like half a season?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, if they finish the season like this and at this rate, they'll probably end up second or third. Then mm-hmm. I can't really think of anyone else. I'm sure there are examples. I can't think of any. But otherwise, it's a short run. Plenty of teams have put together runs like this before before kind of crashing mm. again. So so far, it's no. A while I was asking
1: run. you this, I just remembered that the Hawks last season they although didn't finish the regular season on uh, second or third, but they still made the conference yeah. They, moved, they, and they, they were major moves, they were pathetic yeah. in the first half of last season yeah. as well, right? Uh, the Hawks need some kind of form right now. They they cannot put together two wins together. Uh, another loss against the Detroit Pistons yesterday yeah. uh, in overtime. The Cavs they're moving downwards. Uh, they're now in sixth spot, and uh, probably the the biggest news for them now is Jared the Allen. injury to Jared Allen. Yeah. How is that going to impact them? Because he's one of their their starters, who's one of their important starters. He brings a size to the court, yeah. and he's a great defender. They're saying uh,
2: indefinitely, right, with Jared Allen?
1: Yes. Yes, it's
2: a wrist injury. Don't know when he's going to be back. Yeah, okay. You know, it was fun while it lasted. (laughs) See you guys next season.
1: Short and sweet.
2: Yeah, I mean, Sexton's out. Allen's out. At some point, they're like, ah, fuck it. (laughs) Let's pick it up. (laughs) Whatever they do, I think they've made a point. They've made a statement. Um, If there's a free agent that wants to come and plug into a a uh, uh, quite able and moving up uh, uh, team, I mean, team on the come up an able team on the come up this is it, this is it right here, they have a solid backcourt unless Sexton leaves uh, if if he does leave, I, I would assume it will be for some talent in exchange they've got the bigs, I don't know if there's a two-way wing, I don't know maybe Kawhi Leonard disgruntled I don't know if anyone mm. wants to move
1: LeBron James,
2: James move you know, I, I don't see that happening, but but sure if he if he <laughs> wants to move not next season, though, I think. I think there's too much yeah. money involved. I think there's the whole... Uh, yep. His daughters on YouTube, I'm sure all of them love the LA life. No, the, nobody the fuck wants to go back to Cleveland. <laughs> and this whole media empire and all that. So I'd be surprised if it happens before uh, his son makes the NBA, if he makes the NBA.
1: Mm, okay, so the Cavs are dropping. Do you think they'll make the playoffs? Uh, the Raptors yeah, are just think... behind them. The Nets are supposed to move up. That I can't say they are moving up, but they're supposed to move up. So with the Raptors and the Nets chasing, do you think the Cavs can just hold on to that six spot? Tell you what, I, I, I
2: think they can make the playoffs regardless of what spot they finish if both the Raptors and the Nets move up. Uh, okay, you, then you
1: they think they'll win the done.
2: plane. Yeah, because if the Hawks are still there, something seriously wrong with that team. If, <laughs> if we go to the plane games, you can't ever write off Trey Young as we've learned in, well, the sample size of one season, but um, but I, I think the Cavs are all right. I think they're up for a fight. Uh Garland Garland's on the come up. That's an interesting team. So they're all right with the rest of the I think they'll take Charlotte. I think they can easily take Charlotte. And if Toronto and Brooklyn move up, most likely it's gonna be the well, the Cavs hold down, of course. And then one other team. Maybe Boston, maybe Chicago. I I fancy the Cavs in one game, just straight shootout, knockout. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. They they can put up a fight against any of those guys. In a series, that's tough. I wouldn't pick them over either of those teams. Both the Celtics. And I'm speaking about it's not all done. Mm -hmm.
1: and after speaking about all of these top contenders and whatnot, what we've kind of concluded here and uh, I think I have to agree with you is that the Bucks and the Sixers are clear favourites, they sit in second and third that does not matter, they're uh, favourites compared to the Miami Heat, compared to even Brooklyn Nets or below them, compared to the Boston Celtics who are uh, by form the best team in the league right now so you think the Bucks and the Sixers are the teams to beat if you got to go to the uh, finals, you need to beat either of these teams or probably even both these teams.
2: Yeah, I mean, the defending champs, as long as they're somewhere in the top three and playing well any year, any team, you've got to
1: say yeah.
2: that's at least one of the two teams to beat, if not more. Um, and 76ers for sure with, with the hardened, hardened trade, assuming everyone's fit, that's it, that's the battle for the East. At some stage, one of them is going to have to knock out the other and you would presume whoever does that uh, takes the East. If it's in the finals, then obviously they take the East, but in mm-hmm. a round before that, unlikely. Uh, but you know
1: winner takes the East at the moment who would you pick if you had to pick between the Sixers and the Bucks I'm
2: standing strong all season long I've had only one team I think <laughs> the Bucks are going to win it this I'm that's
1: the season smart
2: I'm money at least I don't know they will win it but that's, that's yeah I'm with,
1: you, I'm with you I'm with you I think I like the Bucks chances better than the Sixers I don't like a team that has not seen yeah. playoff and have those wounds from the playoffs, right? Like the Phoenix Suns this year, I would really pick them because, well, they have wounds from last year and they're playing well. Yeah,
2: don't say wounds, Embiid has wounds from like six years, <laughs> uh, physical, metaphorical, literal, all kinds of wounds. So Well, I,
1: Harden has too, but uh, I mean, when he has playoff wounds, not really injuries like Embiid. Yeah, but, Embiid, 15 bounces and in, he has yes.
2: wounds man, he cried on national TV.
1: Yes, yes, but Harden not has wounds but not together, exactly, yeah, yeah, which is yeah. what i don't really which is why i don't really uh, uh pick the sixers uh, i would like them to see some losses together and then put up a challenge and then overcome the odds it'll, I, I yeah it okay
2: okay so. it will take uh, it will be it will be poetic if the one thing the one thing that causes uh, the 76ers downfall this season i am assuming again that everyone's fit i don't want to Mm-hmm. Uh, see a scenario where we don't see the best of the sixers i want to see the best of them. if they win they win if they don't well okay but it'll be so poetic if uh, cruelly poetic if they lose at some point in the playoffs no injury concerns but they just straight up they lose they get knocked out and the biggest factor is identified to be lack of perimeter defense it will <laughs> just be such you know sick machiavellian
1: uh, yeah, I think the 6-7 still can hold themselves together. Uh, TyBull does a great job sure. of Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, as usual, great fun talking to you. We'll come back tomorrow and talk. Uh, fun games today. The, uh, the Warriors take on the Clippers. That's something I'll be watching. Uh, the Warriors had an horrible form and... Somehow, weirdly, the Clippers would probably start this game off as favorites because yeah. they've been putting together some kind of run. Although their lost, uh, game against the Knicks was a disaster, but I think the Clippers are in better form than the Warriors right now.
2: And you're watching uh, a Clippers game in the stadium soon,
1: right? That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow.
2: Clippers against the Wizards. Yep. Uh, yep. See Terrence
1: Mann and Kyle Kuzma in action. No, I'm going to see the unicorn. The poor. <laughs> I can tell what? you the unicorn. Is he exist. even standing <laughs> up straight? I thought he, <laughs> he is, injured he again, right? Eh? He came back. He came back and oh. scored 25 in his first game oh. uh, for
2: the Wizards. So, uh, yeah, okay. keep checking on. Keep checking Twitter to make sure he's playing on <laughs> Friday.
1: All right, then. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow.
2: Peace. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to check out our other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on our social media. We're at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to us, and you know you do, you know you want to reach out to us and tell us that our opinions on your favorite players are trash. You want to tell us Magic Johnson is still better than Steph Curry and you don't think Steph Curry has changed the game. For all that and more, reach out to us on both Instagram and Twitter. If you love cricket, listen up. The Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast is here for you. Hosted by DJ Varun and me, Ashwin, we bring a fun, fresh, fans' point of view to talking all things cricket. Sometimes it's just the three of us, sometimes we have guests, including current and former international cricketers. For new episodes every week, check out the Edges and Sledges Cricket podcast on the IBM app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts. Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair, making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your five minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from
0: nowhere. Join me every Thursday as I explore the strange, obscure, and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website, or wherever you get your podcast from.